It's hard with little little dude. Like this dude needs this dude needs supervision. Like apparently at all times. <laughs> this is lame. He needs to get his stuff together. Exactly. Yeah. Come on. I know. I'm mean, not talk to him, but like, just get that glazed over look from him. Look, you need to create guidelines. Gets this goofy little smile. I'm like, I don't know. I can't do anything. Give you the old smile and nod. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're dead fun. <laughs> that was a really <laughs> good impression of Waywin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. Who doesn't love the bounce castle? <laughs> Hitler. Just prepare to. Uh, yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be awash in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You were listening to the Undebeatables, your semi weekly Pacers podcast. Today is January 23rd, 2022. This is episode 567. Comedy from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and former season ticket holder. Uh, this show, we're going to discuss a two and two week of Pacers basketball. <laughs> Joe, can you, can you, I think you misread that. Can you start over? No, no, I, I read it as I wrote it, which was the way it was supposed to be. Uh, Joining me this week are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jonathan Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, Shout out to, uh, who am I shouting to? My niece and nephew, who we went to the uh, National Museum of Natural History with yesterday. Um, Really cool exhibit on dinosaurs. You can go back in time. 2.6 2.6 billion years and see uh, fossils and all this cool stuff. It's pretty amazing. And a huge mastodon skeleton, which Ethan was way impressed with. So. <laughs> cool. From Moorhead City, North Carolina, he's our in-house bartender, mixes up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up? Undebeatables, what is up, Pacer Nation? Uh, once again, I'm back at the aspirational city of Moorhead City. Um, it's Thirsty Monday. Drink up. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Uh, did want to, um, to officially say happy anniversary to us. We Woo-hoo. started the show... 2013, if my records are correct. I, I can't remember back that far, but that's what my calendar tells me. Um, 
so yeah we are the uh the longest running pacers podcast and uh we got 567 well plus um uh, episodes under our belt so i think it's finally time we we turn the corner and, and kick this uh, kick this up a notch <laughs> so happy anniversary what did we decide it was was it uh gemstones what's nine nine year i don't know what nine year is uh, wicker, uh, it's the wicker. Well, yeah, right. wicker. Oh yeah, yeah. We just said Willowwood. Right. Willowwood. That's right. That's right. Oh my god, we recorded that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, also, if you would like to support us, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/Undebeatables. Uh, for as little as a dollar per month, you can support us. Uh, some of the other tiers have. <laughs> they have some some uh, other benefits. Uh, one of them uh, is a uh, uh, you you can join our Slack community where I post into the well lots of us we, we all post into there but um, I posted uh, our playoff percentage chance uh, which is like well, let's see it was uh, it's moving it's moving up I know that much uh, is that right let's see two point six two point six yeah. Yeah. CBS has 1.9 right now. Okay. But that's still okay. more than one, which is Okay. It was under that previously, which they don't track. I mean, listen. Yeah. Detroit Detroit is looking up at us. That's all, in Orlando too. That's all I know. So, anyway, um Yeah, you can support us over there at uh, patreon.com/undebeatables. <laughs> I think I think a pretty standard week of basketball uh, to talk about here. Um, uh, game one, the Pacers, of course, are on their West Coast uh, road swing right now. First game, uh, MLK Day, Monday, January seventeenth. Pacers lose to the Clippers, one thirty-nine to one thirty-three. Um, made it sort of competitive at the end, but. Uh, Mm, I don't know. Karis LeVert dropped 26. Uh, Demonis Sabonis looking good. 19 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, Justin Holiday, 18. Um, on the bench, though, got some good action going on. Chris Duarte dropping 24. G- Goga, 17. O'Shea set with 13. Um, and Clippers without Paul George, uh, without Kawhi Leonard. Um, but they did have uh, uh, Nick Batum who dropped 32 on us, and Reggie Jackson, who's uh, 26. And uh, it took it away. It took it away from us on MLK Day. Uh, next game was Wednesday, January 19th. Pacers taking on the Lakers in the first end of a back-to-back. Um, and they win this one. 111 to 104. Uh, took it away at the end of the game. Uh, Karis LeVert again, looking great. 30 points, 8 rebounds. Damana Sabonis rocking a triple-double. 20 points, 12 rebounds, 11... Uh, I'm sorry, 10 assists. Uh, Duarte with 11 off the bench. Uh, Brogdon back in the lineup, 19 points. Um, on the Lakers side, it was LeBron James and mm, not enough else. Westbrook dropped 14, and uh, well, that guy's, I don't know if you guys have seen, he's been in the news a bunch recently. But, mm. um, I saw him 
take a jump, mid-range jumper off the top of the backboard. That was, uh... <laughs> uh, is he is he losing his starting spot? That's the uh, that's the recommendation from from much of the social most of the the you know social media out there. After one game against the Pacers. No, it's it's been a season of the team underperforming. I think. Um, so okay, took took a game uh, in California on the road, and the second night of a back-to-back. Um, Pacers go in with, well, here's the starting lineup: Tory Craig, Justin Holiday, Goga Batadze, Chris Duarte, and Kiefer Sykes, and they beat the the Warriors. 121 to 117 on the road on uh, on the back-to-back with essentially no starters or no projected starters. Um, Duarte was amazing. Joey, is this? Am I going to steal your style of the week by saying this was the um, second uh, biggest upset uh, in the NBA this season? We were 16-point no. underdogs going into this game. 60? 16. Oh, 16. Oh, 16. Okay. And we That's showed we, we showed up at their house, and uh, we took it away. Even without Draymond Green, you know, and I, I know that, uh, you know, Clay Thompson was is still a little rusty. Um, they should have taken care of business, and uh, they didn't. So, it's an they upset. Yeah, Duarte had 27, uh, double, you know, double-figure uh Points out of the, at least the, the rest of the starting lineup. Plus, Lamb had 14, and Isaiah Jackson had 15. Um, Curry had a nice game, of course, 39 points. And uh, Kevin Looney, 13 and 15. But, yeah, man, Pacers win. It's fun. Uh, but Taze got tossed. Whatever. It's a good game. <laughs> uh, standard. Pretty standard. Uh, and then to round out the week, Pacers take on... The Phoenix Suns, Saturday, January 22nd. They lose this one by 10, 113-103. to 103, And they were not going to win this game. But uh, they're rolling the same lineup. Um, I mean, Brogdon hurt. Lavert hurt. Uh, Sabonis out. Turner out. Well, McConnell and Warren, we knew. Colson, do you have a poem that you could encapsulate the weekend? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I'm I, in commemoration of the most interesting week in uh, this Pacers season. I wrote two haikus. Ooh, mm. yeah. Um, so the first one, <clears throat> I'm referring to the Golden State game, as I say, <clears throat> national TV. TNT is dynamite. Pacers lit the fuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in response to the, the next game against the Phoenix Suns, this is my haiku poem for the High Life Haiku Pen Champagne of Poems segment. <laughs> what does the sun do? If not melt the dark and snow, small we are in light. Oh, that was on brand. Yeah, we're coming off. That's the sort of darkness that I'm looking for from the high life. (laughs) 
<laughs> champagne of poems <laughs> corner. No, my, my, my thing was we were coming off those two wins, and then you just go against, you know, something as, as hot as the suns, and it reveals who you are. So that was what I was going with. I had, I had a lot of mixed emotions this week. Uh, was Is the title of the segment longer than a haiku? Yes. <laughs> yes. You know what's always great about a haiku is when the author sits down and explains it to you. That's always the, the, mm-hmm, <laughs> the best mm-hmm. part of a haiku. Yeah. Yeah, no, big shout out to the doctor who called this on the head. Two and two week. Very confusing. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully you're not too bummed out by our failure to, to tank right. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm torn, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but in some ways, I don't know. Does it make sense? I don't know. Like, of course, we put, like, the non-people uh, that we have been worried about in the game, and we compete and win mm-hmm. ball games. Uh, shout out to uh, Levert, who came back and, and was looking strong uh, in both of his... Uh, showings and then shout out to Brogdon who showed up for a game uh, played all right and then is now shut it down. we're not going to talk about him for 10 days shut <laughs> the, it down the latest word uh, so yeah I, I don't yeah again I, I'm just confused I knew I would be confused I don't know that I have a, <laughs> any answer to my confusion you know well I, I, I completely agree but like Harper how much fun did you have this week I had all the fun this week. I mean, that Clippers game and really the Suns, well, in three and a half quarters of the Suns game were, were garbage. But the L.A. game, like, it's always fun to beat the Lakers. And we did a great job executing against that team. Um, down the stretch? Yeah. I mean, we, we just played better ball than they did. And granted, they have a Russell Westbrook on their team, so they're handicapped. But, <laughs> you know, we, we still did our jobs, looked the part in someone else's building, and... And, and, and took a game from a really good team, uh, you know, captained by the greatest player to ever grace the game. So uh, that was a fun one. And then um, – and, yeah, oh, that, that was the game that, that Levert went off for 22 in the fourth. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. Brogdon was sitting in the fourth. <laughs> So the sum of that too. So add to the confusion there. But then going Which out against Golden State. That's a franchise record or something like that, right? 22 mm, points in a fourth quarter. I, I think, think so. Yeah. I think, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yep. And just absolutely balling out there. Could not miss from anywhere. Uh, hitting from everywhere. Didn't matter what they were doing to him. Flashing out, you know, trying to show the doubles. Didn't matter. He was hitting everything. It was awesome. Mm. Uh, and then... Second out of a back-to-back, you figure, you know, the Warriors, that's not going to go well. Um, so, so after Sabonis turned his ankle in the L.A. game, we just trot out, you know, the B team. <laughs> and Chris Duarte has just an amazing night. Um, everybody played super hard. Uh, it looked like maybe we were going to let it go there in the fourth, but guys turned it around, worked through it. Got to OT and and put that thing away. Uh, shout out to Goga Batadze who got some you know extended floor time. Managed to get himself thrown off out of the game for his second tee, making way for Isaiah Jackson, uh, who was the most fun to guy, probably the most fun guy to watch this week. He was he was sick. Yeah. So Goga, he better do a better job protecting his minutes because Isaiah's coming. Yeah right. 
Yeah, shout out to the Warriors in that game who uh, shot a blistering 9 of 42 from three-point range. They were a little off. That, that helped us a fair <laughs> amount. Sure, but I mean, one of the things that we learned against the Suns is that like you, you play a good competitive game until the second half of the fourth quarter and a better team just is just better. And Golden State is that kind of team. They've won championships. It's the same core. Now, granted, they didn't have DeMar DeRozan, but we didn't have our entire starting lineup. You know, um, we came in and we executed down the stretch. Yes, they missed three pointers, but like we did a lot of things right. Now, <laughs> we also got really lucky. They didn't have De- they didn't have DeMar. I'm not. I just said DeMar. Draymond, Draymond, Green. Uh, Draymond Green. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, I, you know what? If they had DeMar DeRozan, would that make him better? I don't think so. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, it would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would. Of course it would. Yeah. I, I Shout out to the Pacers, D. And, you know, we trotted out the B team again against Phoenix and did a great job on Devin Booker. Uh, held him to 5 of 23. He didn't even break double figures until the very end of the game. We were down 20 in that thing and pulled within six points with about three minutes to go and looked like we were actually going to do something. Uh, yeah, skipped the first three quarters, but. Watch the last five. Well, no, but we we couldn't we couldn't stop their their bigs with Chris Paul, right? I mean, down the stretch, Bismack Biyombo was eating our lunch all day. Yeah. yeah, Chris Paul was just putting on a clinic in that game. He had yeah, like yeah. he had like a double double at halftime with assists. Like he was just carving carving us up. Uh, but credit to those guys. I mean, they were fighting hard and like like making adjustments and hitting shots and uh, doing what they could. They just, I mean, Phoenix came out in the third quarter and just, you know, said, hey, guys, let's just do this. And they, you know, went, I think they opened up on a 10-0 run or something like that and um, just sort of outclassed us for the third quarter. But then, yeah. We didn't give up. Kudos to the dudes not giving up. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I mean, Chris Paul was probably hoping to sit down for the fourth quarter, but he ended up playing 40 minutes on the night, which is, at his age, not exactly what you want to do. So... It's a small victory, yeah. I suppose. You add it to our our lump of moral victories that we have for the season. <laughs> Not a moral victory for Goga. Uh, again, just just eaten up down low by Bismack Biombo and mm. Javale McGee. He just he was just getting monster down there. I mean, Isaiah Jackson obviously wasn't doing much better, but Goga needs to be much much better in the paint defensively if he wants to earn some minutes on this team. You know, I felt like he won that uh, uh, Golden State game for us, though. You know, I mean, I felt I felt like he set the tone in that first quarter. Like, not only offensively, like, I think he t- took the first three and he hit it. Um, uh, but he also blocked some shots and, and got in the way of some stuff and got some tough rebounds. And I thought his first, you know, whatever, his first pass was eight minutes in the first quarter really set the tone uh, of that game. You know, uh, you're right. He ends up not being there at the end. But yeah, like Kevin, Lo- like, Kevin Looney goes 13 and 15. No, I'm not saying he wasn't great. I'm just saying for uh, when he opened the game, I thought he was probably, you know, giving Golden State more trouble than they thought they knew they were going to have because they don't have a lot of, you know, uh, video on Goga. And uh, he 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 uh, wrecked their world for a little bit. I'd say Isaiah Jackson did a heck of a lot more with his athleticism to disrupt them. That guy was everywhere out there, disrupting passes, first guy to the ball on the floor, uh, some great recovery plays on defense, a couple big blocks. Like that guy was just doing it. He's fun yeah. to watch. Super fun. And Duarte this week was 
apparently our team leader. <laughs> so he deserves a ton mm-hmm. of credit uh, for getting the team rallied up around him, honestly. I mean, it's a job that no one else has been able to do. Obviously, uh, shout out to Lance as well because, uh, you know, obviously he's finally done fixing the team here. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, he Took came in two and we were two and two. Well, I know, but like, thing is, is and also all the games are competitive. This was a fun week. Um, I, I, the Clippers, we scored 133 points. Um, you, you, we could have won that game. Who? Well, I mean, I agree. I agree. The Clippers G League team. <laughs> uh. Fair enough, but at least it was interesting. Um, and then, uh, and then also the the Suns loss was interesting as well. I think this is the best week we've played of basketball, and it's. I think as Jason mentioned last week, it was just going to be confusing because, on some level, it's the worst time. Now you you put on top of that that all of our starters are now injured and can't be traded at the trade deadline. Um, and well, they can be if somebody wants to. Yeah. Ex- accept a no, there, player. There's, there's no take there's, a there's, flyer. There's rules against some of it. I mean, I know you can... Not there, if you're on active certain, roster, is it? Nah. No. No, 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 no. So I think the long-term people can be traded, but I think if you're on like a, a, a day-to-day injury, a day-to-day, you're fine. But if you're out indefinitely, I don't think you can trade them. I, I look it up. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. I, I think as long as you're on the active roster, you're good. I don't think you can be traded while you're injured. I think they have to have yeah. health... I think you have to have healthy players to be traded. I mean, you have to pass a physical. Yes, pass a physical. Right, and even if you Dude. don't pass your physical, you can, can wave it. The team can waive it, just like the Pacers did with Karis LeVert last year. Yeah, because he didn't pass his physical, and he was. Right. Right. And didn't and Durant took... didn't Durant move when he was injured? Probably. He signed as a free agent. He yeah, that's different. You could sign somebody okay. with a broken arm or a broken leg as a free agent. You just can't. Just those two. Just those two bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We also got a couple other monkeys off our back this week. We we came back. We we won a game after being down at halftime. And granted, it was only by a couple points in the first one, but we still hadn't done it all season, which is super embarrassing. Yeah. We also came back in a game in which we had been down 10 points, which, you know, it's not outrageous, but, you know, it's it's good to know that these guys are learning that they can, you know, if they stick with it, can – you know, play hard and come back and win games. Yeah. So that's been the thing for me. A lot of this season has just been knowing that, I mean, you don't have to watch the whole game. Like if, nope. if, if they're losing at halftime, you're just like, well, that we're done it. here yep. and <laughs> you can turn it off. Like that's not fun. Like that's not what we watch basketball for. It's, you know, the buzzer beaters are fun, you know, when, what, you know, either way, but like, you know, the end of the game is supposed to be fun. And, and, there's supposed to be some suspense because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, when it's not, it's not fun. Yeah, yeah, and and the game runs when you're always on the bottom side. Yeah, of well, yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. yeah. Like team yeah. teams go down double digits all the time because it's a game of runs, right? It's not that rare. If you if you have a zero percent winning winning percentage in those games, right. <laughs> you're not very good. <laughs> so yeah, so the Pacers now sit at what are we? 17 and 30 which still sounds atrocious it, it is uh, in point of fact atrocious <laughs> seven games we won some games though no six <laughs> games out of uh the play-in now uh and uh 
we extended our lead over the uh, now we're nine games ahead of Orlando, uh, mm. so that's good. Uh, who continues to just lose every every time they go on the floor? Uh, this week the Pacers round out the road trip Monday uh, at New Orleans, uh, who are a similar seventeen and twenty eight. So, you know that's a even matchup coin toss there. <laughs> Uh, Pacers come back home briefly on Wednesday to host the Charlotte Hornets. I believe that's uh, Pacers Butler co-branded hat night, I've been told a million Mm -hmm. times on the broadcast, Mm -hmm. so go catch that. Uh, And then the Pacers go back on the road for a back-to-back Friday and Saturday at OKC at Dallas. I mean, they're on the road, but you'd think we could at least pick up one of those. <laughs> OKC, not good. Dallas is playing really good ball of late. Yeah. Um, so and it's a back-to-back. A very right? tough game. Yeah. Yeah. On the road. Hmm. Uh, what are you feeling, Joey? I say get out the broom. Gonna, we'll sweep that for sure. Wow. We, got, uh, we still got Duarte on the roster, right? We're good to go. Yeah, we got to our say. Do, do we know anything about So, uh, Levert is day-to-day with a calf injury. Mm-hmm. Brogdon, we know we're not even going to talk about for 10 days, apparently. Uh, Turner, stress fracture. I don't think we talked about that on the show reaction. yet. Yeah, it's oh, not reaction. Blown. Okay. So, we he can, can be back within two weeks, of potentially. Yeah. We can well, find out weeks, what that so means we're not on the see Thursday show. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to see him this week, and we're not going to see him probably before the trade deadline. We're and then Sabonis see him again in the Pacers jersey. Is mm, prediction hot take? <laughs> Sabonis is a, uh, had an ankle injury and he's day to day. I'm assuming. Yeah, he rolled uh, it. So no, day-to-day. yeah, they okay. said it's they said day to day, but I also read that they're not gonna like really talk to him again for another ten days, so it's not day to day. Oh really? Yeah, that's what I read. I mean, we're tanking. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so yeah. That's the other thing is the the trade deadline isn't until February tenth, right? So yeah, right. Those guys well, could okay. in theory get back on the floor and get traded before they right. Play. So so I wanted to uh, respond to the uh, factual statement I made earlier that people that couldn't DeMar DeRozan was missing from the Golden State Warriors lineup. <laughs> uh, no says, argument here, man. <laughs> um, it's a misconception. Uh, players involved in a trade generally must pass physical examinations with their new teams uh, to make the trade official. And there have been certain situations where this becomes problematic. However, if you go in knowing uh, that the player is injured, um, then the the, uh, injured players are allowed to be traded. It is when things are caught off guard that it becomes a problem. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I think the hang-up, right, is that the pacer, the people that would be trading for Miles Turner, Sabonis, or... Levert would want that player on the floor. Like right. they're not trading. They, they're trying to make a, a contract playoff run yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk more about it on Thursday, but I mean, the big thing is how it affects trade values, right? Right, for sure. Always with your economics lessons, Cyber. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> sure. <laughs> one and three. Uh, one and three. So, yeah, so I think we're going to speak this week. Two and, two and three. Say one and th- 
Two and two. I'm going to. Jason, what do you, what are you landing on? Uh, yeah, I'm somewhere in the one to one and three to two and two range. <laughs> okay. I'll take zero and four I, then. If nobody's got it. I'll take the sweep. Okay. I'll take, take the other one sweep. And three then. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. So so uh, you're one and three. I'm two and two. Harper's zero and four. Joey's four, four now. No. I like it. Yep. We got this. And then um, next week we'll have to you know have the winner. Get I mean, a prize. Drink, drink a high life or something. Get a prize. <laughs> you said uh, high life and prize we'll, are not. We'll, in sing, the same we'll sing you a song. <laughs> Keep working on the prize. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, come, we'll workshop that. <laughs> Off air. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back with you on Thursday to apparently discuss um, Miles Turner's trade that, that Harper's uh, sure about. Who do, you, who do you think he's going to? Let's give him, give him a tease. Tease it. No, that is the tease. <laughs> that was the tease. That's okay. the tease. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you will hear where Miles Turner is going on Thursday's show. <laughs> Until then, you can hit us up on social media. We are on Twitter, at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com slash TheUndebeatables. Our website is TheUndebeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. You can send us an email. Shout out at theunbeatables.com. And you can also get some of the last of the Smedium t-shirts over at the website slash store before the new run comes out. We're, uh, we're deciding on final designs. Yeah, uh, but, don't you, but you, don't you want to be a hipster and have the original design? Like, go ahead and get the shirt now. Yeah, for Cause sure. Because then, like, it's going to be the new t shirt and everybody's going to have the new t shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to say, like, I knew them before. You know, like, now they're the longest running uh, Pacer podcast of all time. But, like, I knew them back when they were just, a, you know, four idiots talking on the radio. <laughs> and that has changed so much. Uh, so much. So. Oh, am I supposed to sing now? Mm, I mean. <laughs> You don't have to. Yeah, we got this key, thing bro. down to a science after all these episodes, <laughs> huh? For the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, Bobby Sick Leonard. Turn out the last. The party is over. I heard some dogs in the neighborhood like joining in the chorus. That's <laughs> what inspired me. Mm. <laughs> that was a pretty good dog impression, Joey. Can you, Thank you. Can you do it again? It yeah. <laughs> Spot on. Yep, nailed it. 